Do your thing, girl. Justin, I don't know if I can record this episode because the only thing I'm going to be able to talk about is Normani. That's very real. Let me just remind the world that prior to the recording of episode two of Bopcorn, I was not a believer. How many years, years, literal years, have I been saying that Normani is the most underrated performer, easily in Fifth Harmony, but like of our generation? And um, I was correct. You were correct. If you have not seen the video for her new single, Motivation, watch it right now. Mm -hmm. Then watch the VMA performance of the song, which transcended us both last night. And we'll get more into that. Oh my god, I was full screaming. We were full screaming, Mm. literally, together in the same room. Um, Hi, how are you all? Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Bopcorn. I'm Will. I'm Justin. And we're here to serve you hot bops. Microwaved for two minutes exactly, not two minutes and 30 seconds. We did not use popcorn mode. Popcorn mode is for... Trash. Trash. If you want burnt popcorn, you use popcorn mode. Or if you only want half, depending on the microwave. Yes, very true, very true. Um, Today, our theme is summer haze. You know, the summer's coming to a close... It's time to, like, grab your friends for a cute little bonfire down at Dockweiler Beach if you live in L.A. or, like, wherever bonfires are or may not be allowed. You know, we don't judge. And, yeah, just, you know, have some some chill songs to listen to while mm-hmm. you're... Puffing and passing. Yeah. So to speak. So to speak. If you, if you, you know, live in a place where you can legally partake in such activities, like maybe this is the playlist for you, mm-hmm. but it's not required to enjoy these kind of chill, absolutely not atmospheric uh, jams. Yeah, I'm a PhD student, and I have like been listening to this playlist constantly as I'm like working on my dissertation or like other things like that. So it's really an all-purpose, but I think it's a great just like chill. You got some friends. You're by the water. We figured we turned up real hard for two weeks, <laughs> and now we're turning it way down for a more relaxing, like maybe a bath. Because we know that, like, or maybe you're like crying in your car. Um, great. Well, let's get into new stuff. Mm-hmm. We it has been three weeks since our last recording, rather than two weeks. So we've got a lot of releases since we last recorded. Too many. Um, Obviously, the biggest of which is probably Lover, the album, and the single. Um, But we are going to save those for next week. Stay tuned for our special Lover and Taylor Swift episode coming soon. Um, But a lot of other big releases. We already discussed the best new release of the year. Let's just spend the next hour doing a critical analysis of the Motivation music video. I feel like I don't know what to say about it beyond, like, choreography perfection, body perfection, hair perfection, face perfection, song perfection. Vocals perfection. Vocals especially, perfection. especially at the fucking VMAs. Yes. She was moving and singing. We were over at Will's. And I drove home and I watched Motivation again, like the performance of it. 
And there is a point in time where she does choreography where she slams her hand on the floor and she was holding the microphone and you can hear the thud. So if anybody tries to tell me that she was not singing live. She was. She was fully singing live. Yeah, I'm sure she had a backing track. Well, and there were Especially parts. on the chorus. Yeah. But like, she did that thing. She Beyonce'd. Like, if there phrase. is any doubt as to who the Beyonce from Fifth Harmony is, it is not Camila Cabello. She Beyonce'd. Very few people deserve that phrase, but... On the topic of Camila Cabello, let's have a little lesson that everybody at the VMAs should have had last night. It is Camila Cabello. Yes. The number of disparities <laughs> in how this poor girl's name was pronounced. And it's not like she has n- never been on the block before. She's been around. She has two number one singles. Also, I feel like the Spanish rules of L's, like one L is L and two L's is yeah. Like, I don't, I feel like that's common-ish knowledge. It's really not that hard. Camila Cabello. Not Camila Cabello. Not Camilla Cabello. Anyways, Camila Cabello. And that's been your Spanish lesson with two white dudes. <laughs> so any other thoughts on the VMAs? Mispronouncing um, Camila, Normani. It was Charmin. a good night overall performance-wise. Yeah. I thought um, Sean and Camila were boring. That's, um, a wor- that's, that's a word. I tweeted the Tangled episode of Glee. That's accurate. I think um, I texted somebody and was like, they were like trying to make out and make it look all sexy, but instead it just looked like Finn and Rachel. It was very, well, and I saw a lot of... Uh, tweets of like um, Emma Stone and the guy from Easy A. Do you remember that one? Oh and then being like <laughs> yeah. live footage of Sean and Camila leaving the VMAs, which if you don't get that reference, they lied about sleeping together for their reputation. So I don't know. I like believe the relationship. I'm oh, not, I'm not a doubter mm-hmm. in the relationship. So I'm confused why the chemistry was so cold. Especially since um, apparently the night before, my favorite headline of this week was Camila and Sean spent so much time making out at dinner that they barely touched their food. Literally the night before the VMAs. And they won Best Collaboration. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think contender for Best Performance with Normani is definitely Lizzo, who killed it. 400%. Like, giving you vocals, comedy, choreo. And an inflatable that was an inflatable twerking. ass that was twerking a Swarovski tequila bottle. Yeah, it was a, I think was it was chugging. like a bottle of Patron, if I know a thing or two about tequila, which I Which do. you do. <laughs> um, so that was great. Um, and like the motivational speech in the middle, I was like, te- there there were there were tears. There was a full, yes. full moment. We, we love... Um, Missy was really good. Missy was so good. It was Black Girl Magic. Yes. other performances Jonas Brothers was fine Taylor was solid um yeah I think that's it yeah no no big surprises for me as far as the winners I think just the real big takeaway is that nobody dances like Normani and Lizzo truth you know who was really fun I thought and just like I just have such tender warm feelings towards still is Lil Nas X oh that was a good performance and and you can tell he just like knows he's so blessed to have had this hit and to be there. And mm-hmm. he's just like, 
He's one of those people who's just so soaking up the moment. But he didn't, like, do the expected, right? Like, he didn't come out and do this, like, pony riding. Yeah, it wasn't hokey. Right, it was, one, it wasn't Old Town Road. It was Panini that he performed. But it started with this hilarious pre-recorded, like, the future 2079 or Mm -hmm. something, where, like, he's the president and has released 3,000 remixes of Old Town Road. Old Town Road by President Little Nas X has a new remix dropping today, featuring Young Sandwich, the ghost of Benjamin Franklin, Megan Thee Stallion's Twerk Wind, My Mother, and Old Thug. People around the world are joining us live to celebrate the release of Remix 3162. It was just really well done. The Tron madness that was that performance was also incredible. It was like gay Tron. I was talking to my friend about it this morning and I was like, he understands camp. Like, that's what it is. Yes. He, like, he is fully camp. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, but I think that's it for the VMAs. Yeah. Let's talk about just big releases of the weekend. Yeah. Although this also was a performance that we forgot was Miley's Slide Away. Um, this performance, like, I understand because I'm sure it was a very raw. I don't think it was I my think favorite performance. For, um, for those of you that don't know, Slide Away is a song about Miley's, re- mostly about Miley's recent divorce. I really like the song because I feel like there's this sort of beautiful slash tragic trifecta of the song Malibu, her relationship with Liam Hemsworth, mm-hmm. and their home in Malibu. Yeah. That, like, there was this tender love and sort of excitement that was in the song Malibu as their relationship, as they were getting married or as they were, like, moving in together and and creating their, like, very kooky but very Miley and Liam home in Malibu. Mm -hmm. The fires happened. Then the fires happened, the home is gone, and they're getting divorced. And now she releases this very much, like, spiritual successor to Malibu that is, like, kind of, if Malibu is the rise, this is the fall. Yeah, like, the spiritual successor that nobody really ever wanted her to have to release. Um, But I think it's really beautiful, and, like, the songs together, I feel like, just tell such a complete and moving story about, like, home and love. Another amazing release is that for the first time in 14 years, Missy Elliott has put out a, what she referred to as a collection of songs, what most people might refer to as an EP, but the first like body of work that Missy Elliott has released in 14 years called Iconology. The first thing that's so important is the cover art. Is, is iconology. Is iconology. <laughs> She's like holding the ponytail with her arm and then the, the ponytail uh, like weaves into the letters. It's, it's really so good. It's so great. Um, I loved Throw It Back, the, the first, like the big single. And I, I enjoyed listening to the EP. I think with Missy, as we saw at the VMAs, it's so hard sometimes because her old work is just, it still stands the test of time. Like, I think it's comparable to, like, no matter what someone like Britney does, everyone will always just think of Baby One More Time from her. I think that's fair. But I also think that, like, if you released Baby One More Time today, it would sound a little dated. But if you released, like, 
work it or get your freak on it today, still, it, it would, would not, smash. it would not, like, though, those are really timeless, timeless, incredible fucking songs. And the music videos as well, which the music video for Throw It Back is really cool. Every video that Missy puts out is just amazing. And this is no exception, but yeah. Something I really appreciate about Missy Elliott, even when she releases music that doesn't quite catch or that people... I think have mixed feelings about. I don't I don't know that everyone is universally loving iconology in the way that they love some of her earlier releases, but she's always like pushing herself into something new and mm-hmm. something different and like there is such an X factor with her songs. Like she just she takes risks and yeah. I think like um why I still love you has a lot of like singing or yeah. like sing-songy elements in a way that she hasn't done. Cool Off is also sort of experimental, I think. They're um, very, they're three very different songs. They're all really different. And like, I can, I, I see why they aren't necessarily like rising the charts like Lover is or like Motivation is. But they're just really interesting and like, I don't know. She's, she deserves the attention. Looking like a snack. I show you how I do it. Show you how it's done. Don't look for another Missy, cause there be no another one. Watch me, do it back. 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 Watch me, Yeah, she always does. She always will. She's Team. a legend. What else? This is not a new song, but uh, this video totally quote unquote broke the internet a couple weeks ago. Uh, Doja Cat released the music video for Juicy, <laughs> which luckily she released it before Motivation because Motivation just took over everyone's yeah. minds. But like credit to Doja Cat, she stays doing that. Mm-hmm. She, I, I love Juicy the song. I so I think what's funny with Doja Cat for me is like Moo is obviously <laughs> how most people know her. Right, bitch, I'm a cow. If you saw that video and like that was clearly not herself taking herself very seriously at any point in, like, the... Like, she would... She has acknowledged that. But I think, like, Juicy is, like... It retains all of that quirky Doja Cat, like, I don't take myself too seriously, just, like, amped up and polished and wrapped in a really sexy cellulite bow. She learned what was, like, impactful about Moo, and then, like turned it into something that was a little bit more real. Yeah. And um, shout out to anybody who is going to put out a video in this day and age, unretouched, mm-hmm. like total sexy body positivity. And she looks so good. And she looks fucking stunning. And the the visuals in the video are like fruit themed. She's got like a watermelon outfit. She has a kiwi outfit. She has a cherry outfit. Um, and they're so good. So mm-hmm. check out the video. I eat that lunch. She keep that booty booty. She keep that pump, yeah. That natural beauty, beauty, yeah, yeah. If you could see it from the front, wait till you see it from the back. Back, 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 juicy. Back, back, yeah. Back, 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 juicy. Also, Tyga is everywhere. Yes. Don't forget Tyga's on that song. Tyga's on everything. Yeah. Tyga and Ty Dolla Sign, like, <laughs> they feature on all our favorite like yeah. pop bops mm-hmm. or R&B bops. So another big release that happened since we recorded the last episode is Hot Girl Summer dropped. The Megan the Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Ty Dolla Sign collab to end all collabs, really. And related to the VMAs, I find this is hysterical. Despite not having a music video, 
Hot Girl Summer apparently won a VMA last night. Did it? It was, like, not on screen. Oh. Yeah, it was, like, one of the, like, ones that they do after the show or something. Right. I don't remember what award it was for, but I just saw, like, That's iconic. a song I that have... doesn't even have a video. I wouldn't have even thought that, um... I think it was, like, Song of the Summer or something. I would have thought that that song came out too late to even be considered. Megan the Stallion, this is according to Metro, which is a UK news outlet. Megan the Stallion's Hot Girl Summer wins MTV Video Music Award despite having no video. <laughs> that's hysterical. I can't wait for Best whatever that Best Power happened. Anthem. Ooh, that's good. At the VMAs, it... beating Seven Rings, um, Wish Wish by DJ Khaled, Cardi B and 21 Savage, Nightmare by Halsey, Tempo from Lizzo and Missy, You Need to Calm Down, Mother's Daughter by Miley, and Girl by Maren Morris. That's an interesting <laughs> mix. Yeah. But <laughs> I would have voted for Hot Girl Summer, so I stand. Or Tempo. I was going to say I would have voted for Tempo. Especially um, considering it's a VMA. Right. Um, which kind of necessitates that the song is a video. Eh. Guess not. I guess not. Hot Girl uh, Summer is a bop. I really like it. I feel like a lot of people thought it was like much more chill than they thought it was going to be, which I kind of see. But um, I think it's really good. Nikki's verse is after the release of hot girl summer the uh hot girls aka megan the stallion stands um flew in attack of black bear a white rapper who released not a parody song or a follow-up song but um in his words it is a song more about the trend of the hashtag hot girl summer he released a track called hot girl bummer which i actually think is good um and it it is very different from hot girl summer but it's sort of like if you're not having a hot girl summer maybe you're having a hot girl bummer where like your life's a fucking mess and you feel terrible but you're at least out there doing it and like getting drunk <laughs> and getting through it, which like is a mood, honestly. If you've heard Hot Girl Summer and Hot Girl Bummer, which is your summer mood? Send Let us, us know. I feel like mine is Hot Girl Summer, but definitely mine moments is, of Hot Girl Bummer. Mine is definitely Hot Girl Summer. Good. We should all feel free to share when we are having a Hot Girl Bummer. So also a big news item from the first couple of episodes was the um, one pony race, so to speak. But oops of Old Town Road dominating the Billboard Hot 100 charts. And sadly, Old Town Road and Little Nas X and... Er, I fucking said Little, like a white boy. Did you notice that Billy said that too? Billy yeah. Ray? Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. Old Town Road and Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus's reign has come to a conclusion after 19 weeks, which, I mean, as we discussed, set an amazing record. But um, two songs have since come to number one since then. Billie Eilish um, was the one who dethroned Old Town Road with Bad Guy. Vulture tweeted this rude-as-fuck headline. Billie Eilish knocks Lil Nas X off his horse 
as bad guy tops Billboard oh. Hot 100. Like, that's so rude. Yeah. They stand and support each other. Which I love. I think Bad Guy is a great song. I think it's my favorite Billie Eilish song, so I'm glad to see it getting this recognition. And for somebody as young as she is, like, topping the charts. I'm the bad guy. Duh. With a song that was like recorded like in her bedroom with her older brother. I saw an, a headline that was like, Billie Eilish is like really, right. really, really big total takeover from the SoundCloud artist era. So it's cool to see her doing well. And the second song is um, Senorita. Next. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Senorita. We've already talked about that performance. Um, I'll just say... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bad Guy had quite a short reign because I think just a week It later, was just a week, yeah. It was just a week later. It, it was dethroned by Senorita, which is still number one. Is that true? Monday okay. the 26th at the time of this All right, so let's talk about some of our new bops this week. Um, but speaking of, we have a bit of an announcement. Um, we are officially, if you're listening to this, you probably already know this, but we are officially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now. But in particular, all of our playlists are going to be released publicly on Spotify for every episode. So there should be two playlists for each episode, one with the themed playlist or the deep cuts that we do or whatever the big segment of the show is. And the other being our fresh kernels selection because we love a good popcorn pun on this podcast. Pop, pop, pop. The pop don't stop. Pop (laughs) till you drop. So if you just search up a playlist... Um, you can normally find this by doing E and then the number of the episodes. So for example, this one will be E3 colon Fresh Kernels. You will be able to find all of the songs that we discuss in this episode, in this segment right there. And I think, Will, you're going to start us off with your first kind of new favorite kernel of the past couple weeks. I sure will. And when you find the playlist, give our profile a follow and then you'll be able to find all the playlists really easily and jam out to your heart's content. Yeah. So take us away. My first pick came out just before Lover and Motivation. And so I'm sure many have forgotten it instantly if they ever heard it. It is called Sick by Chloe and Nash with a silent G. Um, This is a very like angry yet poppy kind of like a I'm trying to think of like the mood of it it's very like I'm doing something that's gonna fuck me up but I love it anyway Mm -hmm. it's very uh, you can really feel the the lust and also desperation in the song but it's such a jam good like crank it in your car and scream the words jam Um, I remember when you sent me that, the week it came out, with just, like, bop and full exclamation marks after. And I don't think I listened to it right away, but I put it on a playlist, and then every single time for the next, like, two to three weeks, or two to three days, that it came on that playlist, and I was listening to it, I was like, ooh, what's this song? And then it was sick. sick. And 
I'm now fully obsessed with it. So that one part where it's like, I want you to fuck me up like one, two thousand times. I'm like, like, uh, mood. I'm that kid crying attack like with the headphones going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Anyway. Uh, Anyway. Um, my first big pick of this week is a song called Hallucinations by Paris. Paris spelt with a V instead of an A because we all do hipster things with our band names and artist titles now. I remember, like, listening to Paris when, like, their first album came out. And, you know, it was very, like, pop-punkish, a little bit more rock-influenced. They were doing Warp Tour, you know, like, that type of a band. And then I started listening to this, and it just has such a different vibe and such a different energy to it that is really cool and exciting. It reminds me of um, a song that one of the people that Will and I lived with our senior year of college, shout out to Nick Lawson, was obsessed with called Reflections by Mr. Wives. Oh, it's yeah. like very much that kind of a vibe, which I also was obsessed with that song. So therefore I ended up really liking this, but uh, it's just a really cool song. Um, it's just interesting and it's a bop. And it's not something that I expected from them because I was never the biggest fan of their music to start out with. But I really like this, so. My next pick is from the surprisingly good EP dropped by Lulu Simon, daughter of Paul Simon. Um, It is self-titled. And the track I chose is called How to Be Alone, although there were several tracks I was choosing from that were really good. It has kind of a Carly Rae vibe, like Mm kind of dreamy, um, not too clubby, very kind of sweet, very sweet sound, but earnest, uh, very earnest which is definitely the Carly Rae word. And um, it's really cute, so good for her. I'll be watching, I clicked follow, and here it is. is um, by the artist named Shura. She just released a new album, which in full disclosure, I have yet to listen to the entire thing, but I'm a, like, I'm a pretty casual fan of her. She had this really cute music video a couple years ago for the song, What's It Gonna Be? Uh, it's very much a like high school rom-com love story where like she and her twin brother are both pining after, like, he's pining after the head cheerleader, she's pining after the, like, jock, and they, like, devise this plot to, like, end up in a relation, you know, to help, like, set up their sibling by becoming friends with the person. But then it turns out that Shura and the cheerleader end up getting together, and the brother and the jock get together, and everybody's gay at the end, and it's really fun. That's all I want from any video. But this song is very different from that. It is called Religion, You Can Lay Your Hands on Me. It is a very, um, I like fully don't know how to explain this song. It, it's a very groovy, groovable kind of song. Like it has... Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. 
Um, no, it is very groovy. Yeah, it's like a very just like that. I think that's the word for it. It's it's just kind of groovy. It's um oh, we're gonna like use religious metaphors to talk about having sex. Um, kind of vain. Um, that a lot of people have been exploring for a very long time and continue to explore. Um, but it's just a really cool song. I feel like I've said that a lot. Just a cool song. But it is. So here's a clip. There's like a word I was thinking of that I like kind of, wasn't groovy. Because earlier when I played it, remember I was like, "Oh, groovy." <laughs> that reminded me. That voice was like, um, "What's her name?" Emma Stone when she's on SNL and she plays the like ditzy cheerleader in a poster on a guy's wall, and she's like, mm, "Hot dog, yeah." <laughs> That's just kind of my voice, honestly. <laughs> You must think see me. Um, <laughs> on that note, my next song. <laughs> uh, my next song is a collab by Yellow Claw, Saweetie, Inna, and Jen Morrill. That last one I never heard of. Um, but the other three I have loosely known, with the exception of Saweetie, who I deeply know. Um, their new song together is called Baila Conmigo. We haven't really thrown much Latin pop in yet. We haven't. Which I listen to a lot of. Um, and I think this is a really fun one. It is very... Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just going to play it real quick for some inspiration. I was going to say, actually, I've just done that again for... Oh, groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this doesn't sound like it at all. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Anyway, it's really fun. Um, It's got to be, you're going to groove, you're going to move, and enjoy. Put your hands up, but there you can do it. Just hold on tight enough, don't you lose it. Tell me one that I want and I'm choosing. See, baby, I need my My last song. <laughs> Justin and I have already devolved into just flicking our tongues at each other and making weird lizard sounds. So it's gone ah! great so far. Um, great. Okay. You can do this, Justin. <laughs> Get the fuck this out of my apartment. Is... Get the fuck out of my apartment. This is lightweight, lightweight makeup. makeup. Fuck. <laughs> She's a drag queen. <laughs> okay. This is... <laughs> okay. Lightweight makeup. Cut. Girl, girls don't say that. <gasps> okay. My last song for this episode's Fresh Kernels is the new Muramasa song. Uh, featuring Claro, and it is called I Don't Think I Can Do This Again. It is, when I saw that the two of them had a collaboration, I did not know what the fuck it was going to sound like. Because we, I think like, stan Claro on we this podcast really suddenly. We really stan Claro. 
Um, shout out to Claro, uh, bedroom pop queen. But, like, Muramasa, like, I think of, like, the Charlie XCX collab, the Now collab, you know, like, glitchy kind of interesting electronica, but, like, chill electronica music. Well, it's funny that this is coming up because when we talked about Claro last time, we were talking about how we were curious how Charlie's hardness is going to mix with her softness. And here's an example of like the hard and soft put together and it works. Yeah. It's a very, the song starts and you think it's going to be this cute little acoustic bop. And then it turns into a banger. Um, It is a wild song about, you know, just not being able, like being very fed up in a relationship and just kind of being at the end of the line, not wanting to go back to somebody, not wanting to fall back into old patterns and old habits and it, I think the dichotomy of, like, how sweet some of the verses are and the acoustic, almost, like, Taylor Swift lyrical kind of, like, let me do this very specific deep dive into this very specific incident in my past and, like, make this a very generalizable type moment of the verses to the very, like, hard, rocky, electronic chorus is a really nice juxtaposition for the lyrical content. Um, it's a really unique song. Yeah. Which I feel like in in the world of pop music where we are living, like, you don't necessarily get super unique sounds. Yeah. So even a clip of this is not going to give you the full understanding of what it sounds like, but here's one anyway. So you can hear some more of our picks of new releases from the last few weeks by going to the Bopcorn profile on Spotify, and the playlist is called E3 Fresh Kernels. We're going to take a break. Fucking overactive bladder over here. I have to go to the bathroom like a human does, and we're going to have our, uh, I was going to say annual, we're going to have our regularly scheduled scheduled (laughs) mid broadcast drink and we'll be back with a secret game that i have planned without justin's knowledge and it is going to be revealed live on the air live slash pre-recorded on the air so stay tuned i don't think i can do this again I just showed Will the um, SNL skit with Emma Stone. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Now it's time for my secret game. I have been waiting for this for like two weeks. I'm so scared. This game is called Who? And <gasps> I'm going to give you someone's birth name. And you are oh going to tell me what they are more widely known as. Okay. For example, if I were to give you the name Catherine Hudson, Katy Perry, or Amethyst Kelly, Iggy Azalea. So you understand the game. I do understand. Um, I feel like some of these are really hard. Okay. There are two rounds. Okay. The first round, I think, will be easier. And there's some that I know you know that I'm just throwing in for a self-esteem boost. Okay. 
All right, here we go. Round one of who starts now. Okay, we're starting soft. Elizabeth Grant. Lizzie Grant, AKA Lana Del Rey. Correct. Stephanie Germanata. Lady Gaga. Rebecca Gomez. Becky G. Billy O'Connell. Billy Eilish. Jillian Banks. Banks. Yes. <laughs> Belcalise Almansar. Cardi B. Ella Yellish O'Connor. That is Lord. I knew you were going to put that one on there. Solana Rowe. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? See, see. Who is Solana? Do I get like a hint? Um, your hint is music that guy on Grinder listens to. But it's not Janae Aiko. It's not Janae Aiko. Um, I know who. Her? Is it her? Close. Um, That's a good one that I should have looked up. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think, I think of it you, though. I think you know it. No? I, I, I give up. SZA. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that what you were thinking of? Yeah. I did know that. I don't know if that's what I was thinking of, but I did know that. And that, that, that was a good hint, too. The next name is Claire Cottrell. Oh, I totally know who this is, too. Um, Clara. Yes. Your hint was going to be, we just talked about her today. Yeah. The next one is Erica Wright. Who? No idea. No idea. Okay, your hint is... She did not change her first name, but she did change the spelling of it for her stage name. Her real name, Erica Wright, is E-R-I-C-A. Erica Jane? Like the real housewife? No. Erica Badu. Oh! Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very interesting. The next one is Kimberly Jones. I'll give you a hint. She did also did not change her first name. Technically. Kim Petras? No. That is her real name. Interestingly, Kim Petras. When you said she didn't change her first name, like, really or whatever, I was assuming oh. that you were referring to, like, Kim and transitioning. Right. No. Um, I can't think of anybody else named Kimberly or Kim. Lil' Kim. Oh, Okay. Yeah. The next one is Alicia Cook. Uh, that is Pink. No. Oh, no. Her name is... Oh, she's Alicia Moore. Mm-hmm. Is it Alicia Keys? It is Alicia okay. Keys. And you already s- snagged one from round two, which was Alicia Moore. Yeah. The next one is Sherilyn Sarkeesian. Uh, Cher. I never knew that one. Cher. Cher. I'm Cher, bitch. And the last one of round one... Is Charlotte Aitchison. Um, but yeah. it's Charlie XCX. You did pretty well. I'm scared. Are you for shook what? for round two? <laughs> yeah, I'm very Round two sh- is iconic. I'm very shook for round two. Um, SZA should have been on round two. I meant to put round one was supposed to be like either ones I thought you knew already or ones whose name didn't change that yeah. much. And then round two was like super random. Okay. Okay, are you ready? No, but go for it. Round two. Amanda Lee Williford. 
Lee spell L-E-I-G-H? No. Okay, no. I thought that was going to be Mandy Moore. Oh, um, no. Because she came out with that album called Amanda Lee. You're going to gag. Are you ready? Mm, yes. It's Willa Ford. Oh, okay. She took her last name <laughs> and, and made it, it in Willa half. Ford. That's amazing. Psychonic. Um, <laughs> okay, the next one is Ebba Nilsson. Um, Tobla. Um, the next one was Alicia Moore, which you already knew. Pink. Um, Santi White. Who? Her name is in there. Sort of. Santi White? S-A-N-T-I. Oh, Santa Gold? Yeah. I think it's funny that she did white to gold. Yeah. And then just kept Santi. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is so unexpected to me. Audrey Perry. Because her name sounds very real. Her stage name. She's a country singer. Miranda Lambert? No. Like, current country singer? Hmm. Yeah. What's her name? Um, Leanne Rhymes? No. Faith Hill. Oh, I was going to go for Faith Hill. I was going to say, I feel like you were close, but (laughs) whatever. Um, Okay, the next one. Mm -hmm. Dana Owens. Oh. We were talking about her last night. We talked about a lot of people last night. She performed last night. Oh, oh, um, Queen Latifah. I always knew, I knew her name was not obviously Queen Latifah, but um, okay. The next one, I'm so gonna butcher this pronunciation, so I'm so sorry. But it's Ashley Frangipane. Frangipane. Do you know how to say it? No, <laughs> but I know her name is Ashley. Uh, is it Italian? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ashley Frangipane. I think that feels right. Yeah, Frangipane. Mm-hmm. Anna Mae Bullock. I know who this is, but I'm not going to be able to come. I, like, know that I know She's, like, name. a classic diva. Donna Summer. Close. Gladys Knight. Less close. <clears throat> Tina Turner. Oh, okay. This one it shook me. <laughs> Valerie Pox Leitner. <laughs> who the fuck? Valerie... Pox Leitner. Amy Winehouse? No. Her stage name is sort of in her name. Lights? It's lights! (laughs) Isn't that wild? Yeah, Pox Leitner. I wonder what kind of name that is. That's such an interesting name. Where's John when you need him? Shout out to John. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is LaDonna Gaines. You guessed it earlier. Donna Summer? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like... <laughs> okay, the next one is Annie Clark. I feel like you would know this one. This is someone who... This is one of those indie girls that you stand. I think. Why do I know that? It's not Annie Lennox, right? Her name, this, her name isn't in it at all. 
It's also probably on music that Guy on Grinder listens to. Shout out to potentially an upcoming episode called Music That Guy on Grinder Listens To with pretentious indie pop music. Indie R&B music, indie pop and R&B. I don't know who Annie Clark, like, yeah, I don't know Annie Clark. It's St. Vincent. Damn it, I did know I feel like you would know that. Because I saw, um, I was looking at the track list for Lover and Cruel Summer was written by, co-written with Annie Clark and I was like, why is that name so familiar? And it was St. Vincent. And I literally looked this up like two days ago. I was like, why is this name so familiar? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, the next one is another country star whose name sounds real, but I guess it's not. Her real name is Eileen Edwards. <laughs> we can see why she took a stage name. Um, Dolly Parton? No. Kelsey Ballerini? Older. Older. But younger than Dolly. Um... Martina McBride? No. More famous. Um, 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 what's her name? Shania Twain? Yeah. Is that Trump, Trump supporter. I was gonna say, my hint was gonna be controversial drag race judge. <laughs> controversial drag race judge. Okay, your final name is... Wait, hold on. I'm going to look up the pronunciation. I no one no one knows because no one cares about this artist. Apparently, her name is Amanda Kochi or Kosi. K O C I. Just dig deep. You know who it is. Is it Dido? No. But it's someone we've really come to love on this podcast. It is Ava Max. It's Ava Max! Thank you, Justin, for playing. You did very well. Just dig deep. Dig deep. <laughs> Ava Max! <laughs> I looked that one up early and I was like, I have to do that one at the end. Anyway, that was fun, right? Yeah, that was cute. That was a fun game. Now that we've had a little break, let's get into this week's theme. Which, as we mentioned earlier, is Summer Haze. So as with the Fresh Kernels playlist, we have decided to be just so generous and benevolent and just make you a really long playlist This is a real... So this is like a gift. In the first playlist, we had debated how many songs is too short for a playlist, but too long to discuss every song on a podcast. Mm -hmm. And we realized like those numbers don't have a meeting point um, because we were doing 10 songs, which was kind of short for a playlist, but kind of long for a podcast. So, um, we are going to choose a few highlights from this playlist to discuss, but if you find the playlist on Spotify, just know that there are wonders abound for you to discover, and, um, you should check it out. There's about, I think there's about 30, 25, 30 songs on there, but we are going to choose a few each, 
and tell you about them. Yeah, I think, Will, you're going to start us off. I sure will. My first track is by VMA winner for Best New mm-hmm. Artist, Billie Eilish. Um, if you remember Billie at all from her beginnings, her very first release, Ocean Eyes, became a huge hit. You've probably heard it on a movie or a TV show. It was all over that Marvel Runaways show on Hulu, if you watch that. But it was in a bunch of things. It's a great song. Um, but I'm um, specifically putting in the Black Bear remix to this song, which has a little bit more of like a backbeat and a little bit more of like a moodiness. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's just as moody, but I just think it's an interesting mix of the song. Um, I really like the harmonies that Black Bear does with the like, uh, part of the song. I really, really like this version. And here it is, Ocean Eyes with Black Bear. who um, apparently stands Black Bear. <laughs> who apparently stands Black Bear, but also got into a Twitter feud and dragged somebody. <laughs> Not even a feud, but someone was just like... So on the Best New Artist category, someone co- responded to MTV's tweet and said like, oh, like, I just can't in my co- my right consciousness vote for Lizzo knowing that, like, she's been releasing music and for years. And I've her for, for years. so long. Like, I just have to vote for Billie Eilish. And I just commented... Ocean Eyes came out in 2015. Full stop. Full stop. And the people agreed. The people agreed. The people liked and retweeted. Mm-hmm. Um, no shade to either of them. Because, like, you know. We love Lizzo we love, and we love Billie Eilish. And, like, that's how the best new artist category works. Yeah. Um, my first song for the playlist this week is when I think of just, like, going to the beach and relaxing I think of this song it's called Summer by the Carters um I'm sure everybody knows who the Carters are but in case you don't in case you've been living under a rock the Carters refers to um the musical supergroup of Beyonce and Jay-Z and um Summer is a very sexy slower um kind of more of a like more of a just kind of traditional R&B song has just a good vibe for, you know, it's like that perfect, like, not too hype and not too turned up to get people distracted when you're, like, hanging out with a group of people. Because, you know, not everything needs to be, like, a full balls-to-the-wall pop power hour, but, like, it's also not boring, in that it's going to get lost in the background. And it's like, Beyonce is... And it's one of my favorite Jay-Z verses. I really enjoy it. Beyonce sounds, to the shock of literally nobody, incredible. Um, I kind of feel this way about this whole album. That it's very much like... Not quite a turn up, with the exception of maybe like eight shit. Yeah. But um, just like good vibe. Yeah. And it's, like, just a- it's like not too sleepy, but it's not too much. It's like a good medium. Yeah. And this song, I think, really encapsulates that. Play the game, 
I love how the emotional range of this playlist goes from like sexy to just like sad. (laughs) (laughs) Slash sexy sad. Yeah. Sexily sad. My next track, speaking of sexy and sad, very good words for this artist in my opinion. Yes. (laughs) Um, Is the mysterious queen, Sky Ferreira. Um, If you don't know Sky Ferreira, she was like such a kind of like, if you're like a music-y person, then you were really into her in 2013 when her album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of just, like, appears and disappears. Well, she and, went like, to jail for a while. That was part of why she disappeared. She went to jail? Yeah, for, like, coke. Oh, right. But that wasn't that long. It was, like, real quick. Yeah, fair. Um, because ever since Nighttime My Time came out, which was, like, a big, not a big smash hit, but, like, a big, like, Critical Darling mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Um, Everyone was like, what's she going to do? Like, where is she going? And she has talked about new music and a new album and new collaborations ever since then so many times and, like, just has released nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, With the exception of, like, a single or a feature here and there. But, like, I feel like no one knows where her album is. No one knows what she's up to. So where are you, Queen? Um, Well, she's on the Charlie album. She is on, yeah, I was going to say, the most recent release is uh, Cross You Out with Charlie, which I do really like, speaking of sexy and sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one for this playlist is called You're Not the One, This is Another Remix. I feel like I threw a lot of mixes on here, but sometimes the original isn't the vibe. Sometimes yeah, the it's mix not what is you need. the vibe. Um, this is the Sid Rim remix of her song from Nighttime My Time, You're Not the One. Um, this one just is a little bit more... Um, dreamy sounding, I would say. Uh, it's really nice. This is one of my favorite Sky songs. And I've just been listening to her so much lately, so she's been on the brain. But here is You're Not the One. Here we So my next song is the inspiration for this very playlist. I couldn't make this playlist without including High by the Beach by Lana Del Rey. Um, This is really like, we started from here and then we crafted an entire mood from this song. From this song. So if you have any doubts as to what the intention of this playlist is, um, High by the Beach is, fun fact, my second most listened to song on Spotify of all time. I didn't know that. After work from home. I full on love Lana. I love this song. Um, Speaking of music videos, because we've been doing that a lot today. If you have not seen the High by the Beach music video, it is wild. It starts in her like old Malibu mansion, like beachside house, where she like is like being sad and sexy and sulking around with like flowy robes as the windows are open and the paparazzi are flying in helicopters and trying to take pictures of her and then halfway through the video she runs down onto the beach digs up a grenade launcher and shoots the helicopter out of the sky it's pretty iconic that's a big mood All right, my next pick is a very, very indie artist. I know this because he is a friend of a friend. Oh. Who I know. 
Um, shout out Julian if you listen to this. I haven't seen him in a long time, but um, hi. Uh, he is good friends with my friend Albie. Shout out Albie. You better listen to this. Um, this song is from Julian's album that he released in 2017 called Ouroboros. And the song is called Small Talk. Um, It's the opening track to the album. Um, When he was telling me about it, I listened through the album and it was just my instant favorite. It's a really kind of, it's a little bit happier, I guess, than some of these sad, (laughs) sexy songs. Um, But it's it's good for this kind of like, just a chiller, but um, it's a chiller. So we've talked about Beyonce. Yes. We've talked about Jay Z. Yes. But we have not yet talked about Blue Solange. Ivy. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> but you know, Blue Ivy's gonna release some hipster shit. Oh, she's gonna be like Willow Smith. She's like, gonna be Chloe and Hallie. Yeah, but like a combination of Willow Smith and Chloe and Hallie. Fair. New Willow Smith. New Willow Smith, not with my hair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we haven't talked about Solange. I don't think really ever on this podcast. No. And I love me some Solange, but my favorite Solange song is still and probably will always be Lovers in the Parking Lot, which is my next inclusion on this playlist. Lovers in the Parking Lot came out in 2012. It was actually the first Solange song that I, maybe maybe I heard Sandcastle Disco first, but I really, the one that stuck out to me was I was really into the True EP when I was in undergrad, whatever year, junior year that was. Lovers in the Parking Lot is still such a beautiful, sad and sexy song. It it, it fits that mid-tempo vibe really, really nicely that we are kind of looking for on this playlist. And um, I think she just sounds very ethereal and very dreamy, like sad, but dreamy. Um, and it's just a really great song. is one of those artists I feel like I always like think that I should listen to more yeah and I just never think of her I think that's but I should listen to her more yeah everybody should probably the story of her life everyone should listen to Solange more but don't think of her yeah um my next song is very much in the vein of uh the early Billie Eilish tracks like very dreamy very um laced vocals and um, melodies, really light instrumental. Um, it's called Runaways by Kafume. Um, this is very much like a, I don't want to use the word dreamy so much, <laughs> but that's very like the mood of the playlist. It's like, um, it's kind of catchy, but not in like a overly poppy way. It's just kind of a nice, like, it might get stuck in your head, but it's not going to annoy you. Um, <laughs> That's that's T. I love a song that's like that. Yeah. I think it was also in that show, that Marvel Runaways show. Oh. And it's called Runaways. Anyway, here is the song Runaways and um get down. Your bad self. <laughs> We're cutting that. <laughs> Maybe.
So my second to last song for the playlist this week is called Why Don't You by Cleo Soul. Um, I had never really heard Cleo Soul, so I'm a little bit late to this song, until I went on um, my first ever really big, like, actual vacation with my family this past summer, or this summer. And we went to Paris, and we went to Nice, and one day we were literally like, Ooh la la. I know, right? But, but when we were in Nice, we were at this, like, beach club bar type thing. And I think we had just gotten there. We were just kind of hanging out, having a drink, as one does in France, because alcohol is less expensive than water. And plus you're in France. What are you going to do? You're not Fr- have wine all day? Right. No, but we were actually having Aperol spritzes, because that was oh. that was the mood that's, for that trip. That's honestly a mood for this playlist. Aperol spritz, If you're yeah. not going to partake in... Some MJ, then maybe an Aperol Spritz will, yeah. will be the right um, or pairing. Or both, we don't judge. Or both. Um, that could be the pairing for this playlist. But yeah, so this song was playing on the speaker system, and I was just like, this is... I had already kind of like started thinking of making a playlist like this for myself, and I had had like, you know, like, Summer and High by the Beach, and I was like, this is another... This is, like, a third song that really encapsulated, like, the mood and the energy without being so similar to those two. Um, this is Cleo Soul's Why Don't You? I wanna see you smile Even when you think I'm angry It's true, it might take a while But it's between you and me Okay, the final entry that I'll be talking about is... Someone who is extremely important to Justin and I. What are you trying to say? Canadian. Uh, Canadian pop starlet <laughs> and indie <laughs> darling. Um, she is officially both the my favorite concert I've ever been to, as well as the person I've seen live the most times. This is um, Ali X. This is the song from um, Sierra Burgess, whatever that Netflix movie is. Sierra Burgess is, is a loser. Yes. Um, which I never saw. I heard but it was bad, but the soundtrack's great. This really great soundtrack. Very The so- the whole soundtrack could like very And the song's fit name this- is, because you were just saying that oh, we got right. into really long, winding, <laughs> meandering things, and don't say the name of the song. The song is Sunflower, <laughs> Synth Reprise, by AliX. Um, but I was gonna, I was about to say the, the whole, um, soundtrack to the movie, very sort of like melancholia, teen, um, blues mm-hmm. kind of. Um, Ali X and Leland did the entire soundtrack together. That's right. Curated it. Leland Queen. Mm-hmm. We stand. Um, yeah. What else can I say about Ali X? We're probably going to talk about her many times. She has a lot of really great tracks and albums. That are um, very underappreciated. Very underrated. She should be a huge star. And she will be. Um, but here is Sunflower. And um, there's a little bit more Ali on the playlist on Spotify. this outfit i think i genuinely love both our outfits yeah mm-hmm. justin is wearing his target pride onesie which is like pink and white pink seersucker with with pride flags and i am wearing my like very 70s coke dealer polo which is 
um, truly my peak self, like yeah. 70s Miami coke dealer slash porn actor. That's very much the centerpiece of my style inspiration. Um, it's like a, it's like a green, red, orange like pattern on the polo and my black jeans and my snakeskin um, pumas. Well, I'll I'll post a pic on the, <laughs> an OOTD. I'll post an OOTD on the um, Twitter. So my last song for the playlist, uh, obviously, just that we're going to discuss. There are, as we mentioned, many more songs on the playlist on Spotify. So go check that out. Um, but my last contribution that we will discuss today is Make It Out Alive by Now featuring Sir. Um, Now is when I think of like, when you were talking about Solange earlier and being like, I always lo- like, I love her and I need to listen to her more. Like, I really think that way about Now. Um, I think that way too. I just feel like she doesn't have that much. She has two albums. Yeah, she but... has two whole albums, girl. Listen, Saturn, the album that this is on, is like start to finish such an amazing album. Now, anyway, this song is like Lovers in the Parking Lot, just that song that I think of when I think of now. And the reason that I don't ever listen to Saturn pretty much ever in full is I get to the second song, which is Make It Out Alive, and then I just put that on repeat. But it is very much that um, atmospheric, ethereal kind of... Um, song about like kind of a pretty hopeless situation you know like how will we ever make it out alive um but there are some beautiful harmonies which y'all know I'm a big fan of harmonies both in the fifth iteration (laughs) and, and otherwise um so I love me a good harmony and this song just has some rich beautiful vocals on it um with incredibly you know ambient production and it's just a great R&B song to kind of close off this episode with. So this is Make It Out Alive, one of my favorite songs. I feel like an alternate name for this playlist could be, like, layered harmonies and ethereal vocals. Yeah. Because that's definitely also the mood. That's also definitely a really catchy name for a playlist. <laughs> layered harmonies and layered ethereal harmonies vocals. Layered harmonies and ethereal vocals. <laughs> Although it would be very descriptive. Like, if I saw that as a playlist name, I would follow. Yeah, you would know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Yeah, so that is our take at not constantly being turn-up queens. We have hopefully turned you down after turning you up so hard. And if you miss the turn up, I was going to say we're turning up next week, but not <laughs> really. Swift. Next week is all about Taylor Swift. So whatever you think about that, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, follow us on social media at Bobcorn Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, email us thoughts, feelings, questions, and bops at bobcornpodcast at gmail.com. If you're unable to find our playlist based off of the descriptions that we provided in this podcast, um, we check our social media and we will have updated information on how to find our playlists there. Or just bother us because I am happy to send you constant links. Yes. So always. slide into the DMs. Enjoy these last bits of your summer haze. 
and we'll see you next week for the deep dive into Lover slash slash Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's better music. Ooh, Just kidding. I, and I, I, I there are songs on Lover. More there. to come. More to come. <laughs> Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Big, juicy, hot dog. Yeah. Disgusting. Gross. Nasty, hot dog. Nelly, hot dog. Yeah. Yeah.